there, my April showers and May flowers. Trash South Street return. We return of the podcast. Wee. No one cares. Oops. Oops, went too far there. We'll be back. Um, I'm Lou. I'm Jamie Z. And this is it. It's been like a month. Last one we recorded, I think, on April 1st. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we did April Fool's. Yep. Yeah. Well, we really didn't. It wasn't really funny. No, it was funny enough. <laughs> so um, what's new, buddy? It's been, uh, it's been actually a couple oh, weeks since I've seen you. I, yeah, I've got a list of things I want to talk about, but I think I'm just going to talk about one. Okay. A list of things? Did you write Well, I had something? thought of like three topics. Okay. But we'll save that gold for later, or if it if it lulls after the se- second segment. Yeah. I... Was down in D.C. this week. Yeah, I saw. Uh, more specifically, Georgetown. Mm-hmm. It's very I've interesting. I've never been in Georgetown. I heard it's very nice. So, very I don't know if people really vacation in Georgetown. I doubt it. I, think I was there for there. a conference. Mm-hmm. It was held at a place called the Cosmos Club, mm-hmm. which is a cl- like a social club so elite, they just start letting in like minorities and women probably that morning. <laughs> you know the display rooms at like uh, the art museum? Yeah. You're like, oh, this is this. This is King Lane. That's what the venue was like. It's crazy. There's like pieces of art on the walls that probably should be in a museum somewhere. Yeah. Like Nobel Prize winners and Pulitzer Prize. Did you Prize. fart on anything? I did actually. <laughs> I thought about. I was like, I should, I should do something nasty. I did not. Now someone did take a shit in the woman's room, and it stank out the whole hall. <laughs> was it you? It wasn't me. <laughs> you put um, a wig on. I didn't get a chance. <laughs> Georgetown is very affluent. Yeah. Um, some of the pluses. It's beautiful. It's the closest I've ever seen to Europe. Okay. At least in this part of the U.S. It's a bunch of freaky deeks down there. Mm-hmm. DuPont Circle especially. I witnessed a, a discussion with two gay guys okay. about how their friend listens to Madonna and how they hate it. The conversation ending with one going to the other... Oh, you nasty, Miss Thang. <laughs> there was a girl dressed, she dressed as like a porcelain doll every day. And just a lot of LBGDQ stuff. Is that why you're wearing pink today? It's not pink, it's it's magenta. <laughs> this is my laundry day shirt. So those are the pluses. The minuses, uh-huh. way fucking expensive. Yeah, I heard I that. I think I did for funsies. I looked up like what a house, one of these brownstones would cost. At least half a million dollars. That's the like the lowest on the one I went was was less than two point five million dollars was the first category, so they got to be like five hundred to a million each. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, That's cool. It was disgustingly hot down there. Yeah, it was hot up here. But mainly, on account of all the the upcoming protests and stuff, there was a very heavy vibe. Ah, there's a lot of Captain Beefheart getting played. A lot of Captain <laughs> Beefheart. The the night of our dinner. Which is, by the way, in the Kennedy Caucus Room of the Senate. So I ate in the Senate. Ooh, um, fancy. Our after-dinner activity was canceled because of protests. I wandered around Friday, and it was already getting to be uncomfortable down there. Oh, really? Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Is it cool? Yeah, I guess. Cool. Not really. I don't know. I thought it was more interesting than... Yeah, I thought you had a good story. Like. I thought I did, too. I should have gone with one of my other ones. Yeah, you probably should have. Mm. I saw two shows. Mm. 
I saw, I went to the Unitarian Church with Mark and saw Painted Black yeah. and Gouge Away. Mm. Who else played? Praise was really good. Yeah. Soul Glow. There's a bunch of bands. It was fun. Is that Praise like what the wolf does to the rabbit or uh, what no, we do like in church? What we do in church, Praise. Mm. No. Um, no, actually it's P-R-A-I-S-E. Oh. So like what you say to a kid who... Yeah, you praise them it... for eating cookies. Yeah. Someone wants cookies every morning, by the way, for breakfast. Oh, oh good. Uh, as I predicted. As it is written, <laughs> did he? when he gets that upper body strength, uh, I know. your son's going to smother you with the pillow. I think he will. And then I saw uh, Activate on um, mm. on last Saturday mm-hmm. at the Polish Club that mm-hmm. Fast Break Records put on. Yeah. It was a good time, fun show. Yeah, I was only there for like a couple mm-hmm. hours. So, yeah. all right, I know what I can talk about instead of that DC trip, which was kind of boring. Okay, I saw a movie. Okay, what movie did the you? The Crow. Ugh. Hey, so the Crow. <laughs> Sorry. Apparently, a very hot button topic because there were people ready to crucify me for a comment I made about this movie. Yes. Uh, to refresh your memory, The Crow, like 1993, Brendan Lee dresses up as a killer mime. <laughs> That's a good one. That's basically what it's about. And if he didn't die, no one would give a shit. So. <laughs> In my opinion. Here is my thing. So it was, it's on streaming, Netflix. I had it. I was like, I'm going to watch it. Now, the first important thing was I wanted to watch this movie because I remember enjoying it. Uh, you know what? I never remember enjoying the crow. So, it's not that good. It's over. It's over. Well, that's what I'm gonna say. It really does not hold up. Mm-hmm. Like the effects look kind of like shitty. Contrary to what some people said, it's not all practical effects. There are a lot of computer effects in there, and computer effects don't age well at it's all. It's like Alien Three. Like watching that's like a chore because just it's like early CGI and the alien just looks awful. Well, I was thinking more. I mean, that's true. I haven't seen Alien Three in a while. Lord of the Rings, Gollum was a very well done at the time character, but yeah. if you watch those, you can see where it was superimposed. I guess I never so saw, never saw Lord of the Rings. The, the practical effects are pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. The plot is very Keddy Wumpus. It's all over the place. Yeah, Keddy Wumpus. What are you a grandpa? No, Keddy Wumpus. <laughs> Friend of mine says it, and it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Like his motivation. In one moment, he's like he's perfectly fine. Another one, he's bipolar, he's cracking jokes, and then he's all sad. And, yeah, it's just not a very good movie, but people are like, Eh, you create a good movie. Because you're stabbing their, their childhood, is what it comes yeah, down to. Yeah, fuck that. How about that? So, The Crow, not a very good movie. Uh, just reread The Trade. Trade does hold up. Okay. If you know the story of J.O. Bars The Crow, he wrote it to deal with the death of his girlfriend after she got killed by a drunk driver. And that's sort of, you can see... See it in the, yeah. in the story, in the graphic novel. But I'm not going to dwell much. You had a, a rather positive opinion. On yeah, I was uh, home last night because Mark was running a race. Mm-hmm. So I was uh, watching Kill Bill and mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Beatrice Kiddo and Ellen Ripley are two of my favorite like female badasses, like characters. Yeah. And then I just said, like, who's more badass? And I was like, none, because they're both badass. Mm-hmm. And people were just like, slamming, not slamming. I, I was getting more, a lot more Beatrice Kiddo, who is in a trained assassin and yeah. like... Kind of, kind of a bad person anyway. Yeah, <laughs> which is cool. I, as I said, she's awesome. And then Ellen Ripley, who uh, is a space trucker, basically a space trucker that has to dodge acid-blooded aliens. Yeah, <laughs> and she saves her cat. Mm. And then they're they're both in comas, as we said for yeah. a long while. Like Uma Thurman's in a coma, wakes up, and she's like, "My baby's dead." Yeah, Uma, Ripley goes into hypersleep. <laughs> yeah, Ripley goes into hypersleep, goes back to Earth, and find out her daughter's dead, and mm-hmm. was like lived seventy years. Oh, so yeah, her daughter died of old age. Yeah, though. yeah. it's not like. But still, you missed out on all this. Yeah, stuff. yeah. But yeah, anyways, I. 
Do you think... Me and Jenkinson were defending yeah, Ripley. Yeah, and I yeah, you threw did. my support. Do you think if Alien had come out after Kill Bill, it'd be the opposite? If, like, Kill Bill was a movie from 79... Well, Kill Bill kind of is a movie from 79. But it actually <laughs> made... Like, culturally, well, it is. But <laughs> if Alien had been come out in the 90s and was sort of a fresher movie... I don't know. But, like... Ellen Ripley's a classic James Cameron, like, heroine, what it comes down to. Because then, yeah. like, people threw in Sarah Connor. Mm-hmm. Where I cannot stand Sarah Connor in the first one. She's just so annoying. Where in the second one, which I don't think T2 holds up really well anymore. But, like, Sarah Connor, I just remember watching her, like, her do her, like, chin-ups. And you're like, holy shit, yeah. she's jacked. She's awesome. Like, she's rad in that movie. Well, she went, like, through crazy training. Yeah. If you're curious to whether it holds up. It's coming out in 3D in August. Oh, really? Bring it back to I theaters. watched it maybe 10 years ago, and just the, the CGI just looked really the, bad. I imagine, the thing I love about that movie is actually when Schwarzenegger is describing sort of the timeline of when yeah. Skynet sort of becomes mm-hmm. sentient and takes over, and a big surprise. Ghosts. Uh, so, yeah, they're ghosts. <laughs> and I'm talking about a, the metal band <laughs> I have living in my closet. <laughs> they basically, again, like humans always are addicted to the robots, and the robots decide to take yeah, it's, it's kind of like what they've been... Like Romero. It's like history. Humans are awful and the zombies at least don't kill each other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. we went on enough of a tangent. All right, anyway. Let's go on we'll another talk, tangent. We can talk more about that, but... Yeah, I was just, I just was surprised. I just had nothing better to do, so I posted that on, on Facebook. And well, I was surprised. I had there, like 50 comments. But there was like no one really defending, like you said, no one Ripley was, at all. Yeah, me comment. and Jenkinson. And then I was like, well, maybe in my defense, maybe I think I, I think I might think Ellen Ripley might be more of a badass. Because mm. I was defending her. She's probably crazy halitosis. Yeah, I'm sure she did. Yeah. She's probably stinky, stinky puss. Yeah, Uma. Her, oh, does Uma Thurman have the pussy wagon or not? The pussy wagon's awesome. Does she have it, though, in this fight? I assume they're fighting. Uh, <laughs> she has the pussy... No, she doesn't have the pussy Pussy wagon, wagon or pussy cat? <laughs> She has her uh, her sword, and mm-hmm. Ripley has the machine thingy where she's like, "Get away from her, you, you bitch. bitch!" Yeah, yeah. People don't. How about the realism that, that Ripley carries around shit. a fucking machine gun with a grenade launcher <laughs> that's duct taped to a flamethrower, <laughs> and then Bridget, I got a sword, <laughs> and I wear. I dress like a canary. I dress in my stupid. No, yellow. I don't make. I, Beatrice Kiddo is. You're bad. right. She's awesome. Fuck Beatrice Kiddo. <laughs> <laughs> right, she is a piece of shit. Anyway, I don't believe that, although part one, much better than part two. I did see part two again, and they're just two different movies. But again, part one. I like part one better than part two. We could watch it when it was called Lady Snowblood. Yeah, that's very true. Speaking of Lady Snowblood. Yeah? Oh, you're going to make us talk about music? Let's talk about music. Go for it. I'll talk about Activate's new album, Fuck the Man. Whoa. Activate's from Philly. They're playing This is Hardcore Fest this summer. And they're on Fast Break Records. They're kind of old heads have been around the scene for a while. Mm-hmm. Thrash, hardcore band. I always have a soft spot for Thrash. I love it. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. They have appearances by uh, Joey Hardcore and Freddie Madball on a couple of the songs, on two songs. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't have too, too much to say about it. It's a pretty quick, it's only like six songs and they have a couple from the demo. It's like four song demo attached to it. But they're... Socially politically aware lyrics, which I repeat myself a thousand yeah. times saying that. I like the song I Can't Breathe. I Can't Breathe, which is probably from, was the guy in D.C. that got, like, strangled and had a heart attack. I believe the black guy said, like, I can't breathe. Yeah. I, well, 
that's what I'm guessing. The I'll edit his name in because I can't remember. I can't remember his name either. But that song's about police brutality and yeah. all that stuff. Um, there's a uh, Death and Taxes or Death and Taxes, fun thrashy song, and then Pizza Party Three, which is a TV party Black Flag cover all about pizza. Yeah. Oh. And eating pizza and enjoying pizza. Mm. And uh, as I said, I'm a sucker for a good thrash band, and so I dug it. I like it. It's yeah. fun. It's quick. Fast break is uh, mm. doing good things. Yeah. We made, we're good life. I didn't get to listen to it, but I do have this comment. What? Henry Rollins of Black Flag was from D.C. Oh, my God, was he? Did he and, work in that and, Hagen-Dazs stand? <laughs> no. And D.C. He did. Does not have good pizza, because I ate a piece of pizza in D.C. Oh, my God. Whoa. Anyway, it's not that I didn't. I didn't listen to it. I wanted to contribute. That's fine. Mm. It's okay. Mm. <laughs> Mary Bell. Yes. Mary Bell was an eleven-year-old girl who killed two kids in Scotland. Oh, really? That's where she got the name from. Yeah, I didn't know that. And it's also a French punk band that sounds sort of like if the Melvins were Riot Girls. I could see that. The, um, the picture of them, I expect them to be like a hell of a lot more punk sounding, like yeah. street punk sounding. I think I like that they do like kind of the garage punk stuff. I really liked yeah. it a lot, yeah. So, um. Go tell me more. Tell me more. It <laughs> came out January 3rd of this year. Okay. Heard it on Bandcamp. Ooh. Could not figure out what their label was because it's all French. They're a bunch of Frenchies from, from Gay Paris. From France. They eat French toast. From France. And France fries. And they like. He put his testicles on. Yeah. You know, testicles. <laughs> Lilo Motipas. Which isn't really French, but what? it's sort of French. Where did that come from? I don't know. Because that's the natural evolution. Right in the, the, Even though the she's element. like, at best, she's like, she's what, like Czechoslovakian or something. Who, Mila? Yeah. She's Ukrainian. Yeah, it's like all Eastern no, Europe. Whatever. Whatevs. Yeah. So go ahead, Mary Bell. Mary Bell. They're not Ukrainian. They're no. they're from Paris, France. Yes. Sort of like garage punk band, blah blah Melvins. Um, it's a very heavy sound. They throw these like punishing heavy riffs around, like a like a nimble boss from Dark Souls with with wrecking balls for hands. And when he hits you, you say that's fucking bullshit. I didn't think it was that heavy. And it's like I think it's a combination that. They're heavier riffs, but they're most of the sounds are very nimble. It moves very quick, and I realize, like empirically, it doesn't take more effort to play lower tuned like yeah. riff than it does a higher tuned riff. But you get the impression like uh, you do musically, like they have to go, they have to do like a cardio or something. <laughs> it's like a hippo dancing ballet, but in a good way. Okay. Mary Bell is the band. Mary Bell is also the album, mm-hmm. and like I said, it's a very low tuned garage punk. Yeah. Thing. Certain songs like Trash Tongue or Please Know that sort of have this weird garage rock progression of chords at the same time being very slabby and heavy. That's really awesome. Mm-hmm. I liked I Hate You. That was probably I like Hate You. It's right. Uh, so Empty Puppet. Okay. When I was just, I had it like my iPod on random when I was walking around DC. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, this must be a Mannequin Pussy song off uh, Gypsy uh, Pervert at first, which it actually does. Yeah, I would say I would do a little comparison to them because uh, I was like, oh, they kind of remind me, I don't want to say, I don't always want to say the head codies. I yeah. feel like I always go back. There's to, some head codies. Yeah, there, I, but, I could hear that a little bit. But like I said, lyrically, a lot like Bikini Kill, the lead's not all about yeah. hating that. Sinks I Drown. 
I really liked. I listened more of the uh, first probably six So songs. change is sort of um, shit on the parkway. Because <laughs> there's a word shit in it. Maybe laugh. And then like Jonas Swirls was a stoner rock like instrumental. Huh. It was like sleep. Like okay. everyone's like, yeah, man, I gotta do some doobies. <laughs> do some doobies? So, yeah. Yeah, that's You're what people do, the right? Pot. They smoke the they smoke rope. <laughs> they they smoke weeds. I think that's how it works. The Mary Jane. They puff. Oh, by the way, just bring my DC. Yeah. Uh, Dupont Circle. Mm-hmm. There were two guys like token up, and it was like the worst smelling weed I've ever smelled. <laughs> it must have been the cheapest fucking skunk shit ever. <laughs> but I digress. So I don't have to say it's very good. It invites a very specific comparison to Crystal Fairy. Yeah, I could see, uh, yeah, see that. A which again, bit. if if Mary Bell was Melvin inspired, because uh, two of the Melvins are in yeah. Crystal Fairy. Did you see the Melvins are playing? Yeah, I did actually. Yeah. And that said, I think I like Crystal Fairy a little more just because I like Terry's, like, the lyrics Mm -hmm. are different. But it does have a harsher sound, though. This sort of a mellower version. I can see that. I Um, liked it. I thought they said it was fun. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. Um, That's about it. You're a Herbert. You're a Herbert. (laughs) And a Melvin. Oh, I got that episode coming up soon on (laughs) my Star Trek walkthrough. I'm very excited. Galge Away, whom I saw a couple weeks ago, who were awesome. Mm. They're really good. Um, Swallowed... Between Sweat is the is a two song single a K-single? two song single yeah. no it's on cassette they were actually selling the cassettes a lot of people do that now um, on Secret Voice uh, which is Jeremy Bolin whatever his last name from um, mm-hmm. Touche Amore his label which I could hear a lot of Touche Amore in these two singles mm-hmm. they are more emotionally hardcore I would say than uh, their previous album. They're a little slower, longer, strong, long, ugh, slower and longer songs, and kind of screamed along by. Mm-hmm. I forget her name. Screamed along by the female vocalist Julie. I can't remember her name. Yeah, I think it's Ginny Gouger. Ginny Gouger. Gouger way. <laughs> Jimmy Gouger way. Uh, the first song, "Swallow," musically very much like Touche Amore. I could like just kind of hear that influence, which I actually own one of her Touche Amore records. Mark Bolt was. One offer and gave it to me for Christmas or something. Yeah, but it's it's not totally just like Touche More. It's just different enough, but you, you can hear that influence. Really good song. And then uh, the second song, Sweat. You would like the lyrics. I don't know if you listen to it. I did. I am not a kidding in a kitten in a tree. I d- I don't need you to save me. Very in like emo hardcore. Kitty in a tree. Yeah. <laughs> Very emo hardcore and. In a good way. Sometimes mm-hmm. you throw around that label and you're like, eh. Yeah. But um, it, it's really good. It's fun. It's, she played the two songs when we saw, saw mm-hmm. them live. And uh, I like it. It's one yeah. of my favorite releases so far. I'm actually more excited for more stuff from them. But I listened to it. Yeah. I was actually surprised. I thought I had the wrong band at first. Yeah, because they, they don't sound... Um, like, like There's a lot more post-metal than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I liked them both. I think Sweat, I liked a little more, which mm-hmm. is a bit more thrashy. And of course, you just yeah. like the kitten in the tree lyrics. I did like that, but that wasn't like, I didn't hear that till like the second time. <laughs> but yeah, that's about all I can say is I really like yeah, it. Yeah, I've been um, listening to it a lot. It's else. good. Good stuff. I know that first Gadgetway came out and I immediately bought it. Yeah, which is something it's I really good. Really do. It's funny. So, I'm going to take an aside here. Uh-huh. Because this happened with Gadgetway. So, you know, if you sign up for Bandcamp, you get like the updates from certain labels. Yeah. Did you finally sign up? Yeah, I did. Okay. Off the friend you on there? Yeah. I think I'm Mr. Mew Mew. Mr. Female? Yeah. Okay. Um, um, Jamie Z, I believe. So <laughs> so I got a message saying that Mommy Long Legs have put up something in their store, and I got very excited. And it was like, Hot Dog. I was like, oh, they have an EP called Hot Dog. It wasn't. It was a fucking patch. 
Um, so in Gadget Way, because I got to think so from Gadget Way. you got excited about hot dogs. I did. Well, I do. Huh. So Gadget Way put up something like, and I guess it was the NASA, the... Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm going to fall for this again. Now, as it so happens, Mommy Long Legs has a 7-inch coming out. Oh, cool. Um, well, a lot of times I'll do the pre-order and you get a couple songs. So I believe the first the song they have is Bitch Island, which I discovered today. <laughs> oh, I was cool. trying to listen to Life Rips while I was running. Which, of course, I said I have a fucked up foot, so I probably shouldn't have been running. Oh. Fuck that. Yeah. It's all about the sweat, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who doesn't sweat? Who? Or maybe she does. Jessica Hoop. Uh, I heard she sweats a lot. She probably does. So Jessica Hoop has a little story. She This is... Uh, Memories Are Now is the album. Okay. It's like her fifth album. I think this is off Sub Pop. Yeah, I, so, I believe. I've... So Jessica was like, she was born into a traditional Mormon family. Okay. Left the church after her parents got divorced. Lived off the grid for a couple of years. She like lived in Utah for a while, in Northern California. And by off the grid, like she was living under trees and in yurts and shit. Mm-hmm. Um She's shitting in holes. Yeah, shitting in holes. Like she said, she lived in a chicken coop for a year that she had converted. Eventually, like boring after a while. Well, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Worked at a, like a camp for troubled kids, uh, and eventually moves to Los Angeles and becomes nanny to Tom Waits' children. I knew I couldn't place her name before. I know you talked about her before. Yeah, which by the way sounds like it's almost it's like made up, but apparently it's true. So Tom Waits and his wife kind of gave her some seed money and got her into the industry. Mm-hmm. And this is her fifth album. I listened to two songs. It was good. I liked it. It's, I just knew I'd only needed to listen to two. It's, so it's experimental folk is the only way I could describe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's it was different. It's not like you're. Of course, it's like you know folky acoustic, but there's just something different about it. Um, yeah, I couldn't really put my. Well, that's the so even from her other album, it's a bit different. It is minimalist in the extreme. Um, yeah, yeah. There is extremely sparse use of percussion to the point which one of those albums when you do have like it starts to appear in like song four or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like a surprise. At times, she's reminiscent of Tori Amos, yeah, or Fiona Apple, or even Lord. Yeah. And for my for my money, these songs that are more Fiona mm-hmm. tend to work better for me. Songs like Memories Are Now, the title track, okay. which for the most part is just a single plucky guitar yeah, I did and listen some to that one. overdub. That's a really good one. Um, Lost Sky or Last Sky, which is uh, Tori Amos. Blah. Didn't work. I like Tori, who also has an album coming out. Yes, I saw. Well, everyone has albums coming I out. I know. Um, coming out their butts. You have a few things that are like very country, like Simon Says or um, Pegasus. Okay. Which might actually be about a horse. Really? I thought it was a metaphor, but then I was like, maybe this isn't a metaphor. Maybe it's actually about a fucking Pegasus. Um, a flying horse? And then, like, a few that, like, some Irish folky stuff. Loss Ooh. of Control. That was about when she had a Fox, she shit herself. Cut, cut Connection. <laughs> which is when you cut the turn with your winker hole. And, oh, God, I lost track. I had all these beautiful notes. See, I should never write notes because I always tend to do worse. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I haven't been writing this. That's what I gotta do. Animal Kingdom Control is sort of my favorite because it's like it's done as a round, it builds. It's more and more. It's always that funny. Animal Chaotic Control. I said Animal. Animal. You're just a dirty bird. Anyway, it's, it's really different. It doesn't matter anyway, fuck it. I don't even fucking know where this one is anymore. So Jessica, it's different. I liked it. If you're in a folky, experimental... Yeah, it's good for like every now and then. Like like Memories Are Now. Singer-songwriter type stuff. Yes, yeah, if you like that. Well, I have one more to talk about. Oh, four. I remember I told you. 
You said, oh, that's right. Yeah, sorry, I lost track. I've been sniffing a lot of glue. Yeah, you have. Mm-hmm. I just quit sniffing glue and picked a shitty week to do that. Mm-hmm. I just get to go for enemas instead. <laughs> like, i got to get back to this bag. Feist has yes. a couple new songs out. Mm-hmm. I only listened to one, which is called Pleasure. And it just came out this month. This is April, end of April. And it's off her fifth album, and it's uh, the shit album out. Last album out was 2011, if I could uh, finally yeah. spit that out, mm-hmm. which was called Metals. I'm like, me, Tals? <laughs> <laughs> that was really bad. <laughs> and so I'm driving to the gym, and I had like Sirius XMU on, and that's where I first heard it. And I immediately went and bought it. Ah. And I have never listened to Feist other yeah. than the... One, two, three, four, let me shove this throng down your throat. Oh, ah, ah, let <laughs> me hear it eight billion times. There's a Sesame Street version. Yes, I know. I saw that like seven times yeah. when Victor was watching Sesame Street. Anyway, I didn't like hate it. Hate, I don't hate that song. I just got sick of hearing it. Mm-hmm. This song is totally, totally different. Yes. Like, it's awesome. It's like very stripped down, just like a drum, a guitar, and feist. It's like very haunting in the beginning. It mm-hmm. kind of reminds me of like Chelsea Wolfish, a little uh, maybe even Portis head at times. Yeah. And then it and it's kind of creepy. Like when she's like saying pleasure, like the, the chorus is just weird. Yeah. Not weird. It just sounds creepy. And then it becomes like a little more. I don't want to say uplifting, but it gets a little. It's not faster. It just changes. Yeah. It almost like takes a little bit of a turn. And it's fucking rad. Yeah. I mean, it almost reminds me of. It could have been like a good Tori Amos song because uh, to me Tori Amos hasn't had a good album out in years. But that's just me. Um, but it had that feel to it, a bit like Fiona Apple ish, which we just t- touched upon mm-hmm. with Jessica Who. Um, and I'm really excited for the album. Mm-hmm. I know Matthew said it was streaming, I think, on Spotify, but I yeah. just didn't have a chance to, to read that. She, her other um, single is Century, which I haven't listened to. Mm-hmm. That Matthew said, um, if you like pleasure, you'll like it. So I'm really excited. I I'm, I can't stand. I can't stop listening to the song. Yeah. I just think it, think it's awesome. So here's my funny story about okay. Feist. First of all, I listen to the song. Really like the song. Yeah. Especially when like the guitar all of a sudden changes up. And it's yeah. Like, what it's... the fuck? So I had found yesterday. It was like pleasure complete album, on YouTube. Okay. And I'm listening, and listening, and all of a sudden I hear one, two. Three, four. So I look again. Somebody just put a fucking playlist together of old Feist songs. Because there's another one, like, Inside or Out, like, oh, this song's really good. It reminds me of, like, what that Bird and the Bee album should have been. Blah, blah, blah. It's a 10 year old fucking song. So I was, like, I was chagrined. Someone I never, told me. as I said, I'm not really familiar with Feist, but I was like, wow, she's really good. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't, didn't expect that. And as we said, she lived with Peaches. Yeah. And she was in some punk band when she was young. She was in Broken Social Scene. I didn't know yeah. that either. So yeah, I, I was stalking her last night yeah. on Wikipedia. She looks kind of like Celine Dion's younger sister. I guess, I yeah, don't know. Because they're all both the... They're Canadian. Canadian. Yeah, they all look the same. But yeah, the song's really cool. Uh, maybe other albums are like that. I don't know. Hmm. It could very well be, but yeah. uh, it's really good. Feist, I'm yeah. excited for the rest of the album. Yeah. I guess I'll review it. Yeah. Or I'll be like, me. The thing is, I don't want to listen to it and then be sorely disappointed. Well, that's what happens sometimes. I know. Sometimes they release That's why I didn't listen to Century. I'm like, I'm excited about this thing also. The 90s. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Or there's nothing worse. The opposite is if there's a band you like and the single. Is awesome. Well, the Brass and Pocket Syndrome. <laughs> where the single sounds so different than the rest of the album. Yeah. And trying to explain to people and either they get really disappointed or they act like you're the fucking asshole. Very true. Yes. Like Chubba Wumba, tub thumping. <laughs> Horrible. 
I got a drinky drink. I got a drinky drink. So, uh, speaking of 2017. Yeah. Let's, uh, what was your favorite, uh, album out so far? Or do you want to... Let's talk about the strap hangers first. The strap hangers? Okay. The ham and eggers. Okay. I um, hope you wrote it down because no one responded on mine. I, uh, took pictures of it. Because <laughs> I don't, sometimes I don't get the best Wi-Fi at your place. Oops, sorry. Mm-hmm. Andy Sherlock. Don't judge, but the new Ed Sheeran album is really good. Yeah. J.D. Krako, Dropkick Murphys, Eleven Stories of Short, Eleven Short Stories of Pain, and Stormzies. Do you know no one ever said that the Dropkick Murphys were the best album in 2017? God, I Gang Signs and Prayer. Mm. Dave said nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which I was, I was struggling, I was struggling thinking of some stuff. Mm. I don't blame him. Rich said Overkill, The Grinding Wheel. Alex Crowley, the Shovel Knight soundtrack. Bill Scudda said a, if it's a reissue, but that's all he was in the mood for. Rocky Erickson, all that may do my rhyme. Nick Crowley, Castlevania 3 soundtrack. Mark Zimmerman, Iron Reagan, which is a really good album. Grim Noir said that Clockwork Hammers enjoyed the preview tracks from the Blondie's upcoming Pollinator. He likes the stuff off the new Gorillaz album. I'm not listening to anything Gorillas until the album comes out. Yeah, me too. John Nicholson, Nephew in the Nephew in the Wild by Advanced Bass, which I'm not mm-hmm. familiar with. I'll have to check out. Um, Dave Mooney put Japan Droids. I just sounded like the oldest yeah. person on the earth. The Japan Droids. <laughs> Near to the Wild Heart of Life. Yo, bro. Matt Sessa. Mm-hmm. All them witches and likes Open City as well. And then we were talking about Feist. Mm. Um, I think that's it. That at least I had... Yeah, I didn't have anybody. Literally, I, th- I think. I know what I know. Tom what Mitchell said Amy Mann's new album. Okay, I know um, Jenkinson Body Count. I haven't listened to it. Oh. But I heard it's really good. Hmm. So oh. a lot of people have been saying it's rad. Isn't the album that came out like nine in the nineties. Well, they have Ice a new Cube? album out. Yeah, it's not. Is it Ice Cube? No, but it wasn't Body Count. Like Ice one Tate. of his albums. Well, whatever. It's all. No, it was their side um, project. I'm not a rapper. That yeah, they had they. Their band, that yeah, it was, it was called Fuck the Pol- not Fuck the Police, um, something like Killing Cops or whatever, and they pulled all the album covers. Cop Killer. Cop Killer, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same band. Huh. That they have a new release out this year. I thought it was just Ice Cube. I thought it was Ice T. Or Ice T. One of my brother had the album. Yeah, well, they, because he got it before. Why couldn't they do another album? <laughs> because it, I don't know. I was trying to make a joke and it went horribly, so it doesn't. We just matter. sounded like the two whitest people. Either, yeah. Too. But I, yeah, I heard it. I heard it's really good. Mm-hmm. I, I heard it's like. Like some of the, the punk stuff I listen to, say it's like the punkest rap album or whatever. Uh, it's like all very like anti-police and mm. imagine that body count. Mm. Yeah, heard it was good. What you got, bro? Well. Bruh. Bruh. You and your pink shirt? It's not a pink shirt. It's magenta and it's laundry day. And as soon as I, we finish this and I have a few errands to run, I'll be discarding it and putting on one of my shitty t-shirts to do laundry. Okay. I got chores. You know what my chores are? What? Uh, get cat food. So, what's your your best release? I went to one, like, pretty quickly, and then I sort of work hard to see if I could dissuade myself of it. Yeah. But I think All Them Witches um, is the best album I've heard so far. Yeah. It's, it's solid, but it's different enough that it's kind of a bit surprising here and there. I really liked it. Um, I have them on as well, and then I forgot Cloud Nothings came in. Mm-hmm. Was out in January, so I would yeah. say those two are my favorite releases this far. I mean, Crystal Fairy, 
I like most of. It's a bit hit or miss at times. I don't go back to that one as much as I thought I would. Yeah, like mine is like, there's a lot of good, like I really like that Iron Reagan, but I don't find myself listening to it all the time. Here's one, and I think it came out this year, that I would never say is my favorite album, but I realize I go back to a lot. The Games Violet album. Oh, that's okay. Which, incidentally, I don't know. So, one of the podcasts I love Mm -hmm. is You Must Remember This. Yes. It's a great podcast. She has really good imitations. Yeah. Green Longworth does the best Hitchcock (laughs) imitation ever. Oh, it was awful. It literally sounds like... I didn't know she apologized. Like, when I was... She did. Yeah, yeah, I I listened in that episode. So, Karina Longworth, who was like... She was like head editor, film editor of Vogue and stuff, Mm -hmm. and or Vanity Fair... And does a lot of film criticism, does a podcast, which is all about old-timey Hollywood. It's really good. And really good. And she just did a series called Dead Blondes, 13 episodes. I didn't finish it. I have like two left. So on the Grace Kelly episode. Yes. yes. Oh, I should back up. There are all sorts of imitations <laughs> strewn through this. And sometimes she gets other people to do it. Like, yeah. I'm just listening. I, her oh Marilyn my, Monroe's not bad. Her Marilyn Monroe <laughs> just sounds like she's a... I like it's this really breathy. Marilyn Monroe and I have a puppy dog. And would you like to see yeah. what's popping um, Her, That's her, good. That's some good. of her reads for ads, like the fucking wine read when she's like talking about, I like my wine to taste like dirt. Yeah. And she's like, usually a man condescends to me. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't like Pinot Noir. <laughs> In the Grace Kelly episode, she does, once she does a, a Grace Kelly imitation that's eh, not good, she's trying to yeah. do like the Mid-Atlantic accent, doesn't work. More importantly, she does the like the single worst Alfred Hitchcock impression ever. It sounds like she literally just took like shit and put it in her mouth and tried to speak that way. I'm not saying she's deliberately trying to do a good impression, and she actually apologizes in the end segment for her impressions. But it is amazing. I was at the on the elliptical listening to that, and when she started doing the Alfred Hitchcock, I kind of just stopped for a second because I'm like, yeah. really? Like it is the greatest. Remember what is it called? Remember when I always forget. You must remember. You must remember this. this. It's fantastic. Check it out. Uh, like old time Hollywood stuff. And also, there was like a point to this before that, and I don't remember what it is anymore. Um, I don't remember. All them. Oh, so in one of the episodes, I swear to God, like the last episode in the bed, it's it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the repeating riff from Tragic Milkshake. Really? I don't think it's that. I think it's something else, but it sounds very similar to that song. Huh. Like to the point where I was like, "Ooh, I wonder." And she, her boyfriend, her fiance, yeah. is putting out the next Star Wars, like yes. a couple Star Wars. He's the Looper guy. Yes. And I know he lets his beard grow for three weeks, and then he shaves with a Harry's razor. <laughs> and there's a day he came home early from work, and she made some Blue Apron. <laughs> you pay a little too much attention. I just, I just listened to, I just listened to a whole bunch of them uh, recently. Makes sense. So you have all the, all the all them witches, all them witches, games Violet. Like I really like Mary Bell, but it also would be fresh. I really, um, as I said, the Galjaway single. If it was a little yeah, longer, Galgeway. I would have up there. I think it's fantastic. Um, but I really like the Cloud Nothings. I Seagal, really good stuff. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, there's some there's some good stuff out there, but I yeah. just I'm more let's like judge it with like I get in my car and what I put on. Mm-hmm. And then coming up, I'm very excited. Well, I'm excited for Gorillas. Yeah, I'm excited. Very excited to hear this Queens of the Stone Age that's supposedly... Yeah, I don't think that's going to be out till real late. You know, they said it's mixed and mastered. It could be, could be. And they're playing uh, Chicago's... Riot Fest. Riot Fest. And that's where the bigger news... Yeah. Until they bail out. Uh, Jawbreaker is playing Sunday. Yep. I, was never, I liked Jawbreaker's first album. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't really get into them too much, but a lot of people were losing their shit saying that, like, it's so excited that Jawbreaker's playing. Yeah. As I said, yeah, I like the first album, mm-hmm. and then I'm, I kind of lose interest. Yeah. Um, I forget who else is playing. I would go if I could just there drop everything and go. There were people playing that I was like, I kind of want to go. Yeah. It's been a couple weeks that I've looked at the list. I know, like, um, Lawrence Arms is playing. Well, Nine Inch Nails is Friday. Yes, Nine Inch Nails. Opening Friday. Queens is opening yeah. Saturday. And yeah, Jawbreaker is sort of Sunday. Yeah, it'd be good. Which, last year, the we big Sunday act was The Cure. Eh. 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 I think uh, Morrissey was last year, too, wasn't he? Yeah, because he made the them stop was... serving the meat. meat. The meats. You got the meats. He should eat some meat. He'd probably be more cheery. You're just jealous of Morrissey. I'm not jealous of Morrissey. Anyway, that, I'm also excited because, like, uh... If Mommy Long Legs has their stuff come out. Yeah. Or um, when that Coat Hangers EP finally comes out. I know, it's pretty good. It came out last year. I've been listening to Whores. <laughs> the band <laughs> is called Whores. Oh. And they're actually, I think they're playing, it's going to be, uh, I think they're playing May 18th, so at the Kung Fu Necktie. At the Kung Fu Necktie? At the uh, Kung oh, Fu Necktie. <laughs> oh, the Kung Fu But they're kind of like noise rock. They're pretty good, though. I've been listening to them a lot. But yeah, I just wanted to put that out there since we'll probably get this podcast out before May 18th. So, yeah, I want to say, so it is what, April 29th? 30th. 30th. Yeah. April 30th today. Yes. We will see how long <laughs> it takes. I'm aiming for a week. That's fine. It probably won't be a week. That's my prediction. But I, I have, have a test and a final. Yeah, I got a final. And just, you know. I have an online test where I was going to be like, hey, you want to do my test yeah. for me? Mm. <laughs> But I don't. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Especially if your professor listens to this. <gasps> I don't think he does. He's like, oh, dear, he was man. wearing his Trash Sale Street shirt when I saw him. I was like, yeah. dude, you know I'm one of the hosts, you know? Yeah. And he was like, really? Mm-hmm. And then he slapped me. Oh. Uh, no, he didn't. He's cool. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, then why'd he slap you? He didn't. I just made it up. Yeah, you lie. You know, this is a safe space. <laughs> you can... Do you have to like... What is it? Yeah. Wear you put a black pin. dot or wear a safety pin or something. or mm-hmm. Yeah. Or a pink bow. Or like a magenta shirt. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with this shirt. No, it's nothing. I just like picking on you. It's mm-hmm. funny because you get upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else going on? It's a Sunday. Sunday fun day. Uh, no, just playing. Uh... This is a sober edition of Crash yeah. South Street. Yeah, it's one of those weird afternoons. two of 30 have yeah. been sober. Yeah. <laughs> It's good, you know, sobriety at Tisco. Yeah, I got I got a, my 15-miler coming up, mm. so I might be throwing up the X's soon. Yeah. Well, pretty much until Saturday. Yeah. So. I'm hoping to take a big shit around 5 o'clock. That's, That's cool. what I have scheduled today. I'm going to study. And then take a big dump. And probably play Legend of Zelda. Yeah, what was up with your Legend of Zelda profile picture? I was like, Because that was from my Breath of the Wild. Uh, so I got to switch. Yeah. And, and despite... Nintendo's truly appalling and shitty business practices. They're awful. They do make a very slick piece of hardware. Look, That's cool. all I'll say. Yeah. I uh, just don't play video games really anymore. Yeah, you're a dork. Yeah, I'm busy doing adult stuff. Like what? Uh, taking Rearing a child. Yeah, are you really? <laughs> no, not really. You just didn't... I put him in his baby cage and yeah. throw carrots at him. You're like, here... <laughs> Here, drink this cough syrup. I think you got another cold. <laughs> yep. Like they used to do in minor days. Mm-hmm. No, I just don't have time for video games. Mm. I make time. I shouldn't. I'd probably be a super a triple A plus. <laughs> I have uh, I have an A in my class. Yeah. 
haven't had anything less than a 92. I'll say, I don't know, because my professor seems incapable of turning back assignments. I had to write a paper last week. Yeah. And people were complaining a little bit. This is my mm-hmm. paper. Use the scientific method to answer a question. And you don't even have to do it. You just have to say how you would research it. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. That's like... You know what mine was? What? Why is there so many deer around Montgomery County's campus? Wow. What was your hypothesis? That there were a suburban sprawl and... That's pretty much it. What was your null hypothesis? I, we don't do that stuff. The <laughs> scientific method. <laughs> you know what? I'm a scientist. I we know. don't do that shit either. Not exactly. Really. But I got 100 out of 100. Oh. Yeah. That's good. Get a two extra two points because to my grade. Because you're trash South Street. I know. Because he knows. He's a fan. He's like, I have your autograph. Yeah. He made me sign his... His tatas? Yes, yes. He's like, I had breasts implanted specifically so people can sign them to get a tattoo. You should do that. Uh, I already have breasts, unfortunately. Who would you get to sign them? Jeffrey the Giraffe. Jeffrey the Giraffe? Yeah. I thought you were going to say Jeffrey Dahmer. No. No, he's dead. Jeffrey the Giraffe would sign them, though. (laughs) He'd be like, hey. And then he'd invite me back to his dressing room. Uh Uh-huh. And then he'd... It would get bad. And I would have to... You'd have to wear a safety pin. I'd have to show yeah, show people in court on the doll where Jeffrey the... It's hard to say. Jeffrey the Giraffe. Who the fuck decided that was going to be the name? It, it's not Jeffrey alliterative. Jeffrey the Giraffe? It's too hard to say for no, me. No, it's not. And Jeffrey my, the Giraffe. My baby potato tongue. <laughs> Jeffrey the Giraffe. It's not It's not alliterative. Maybe next time we do one, I'll have my tattoo be done. Oh. So I got for my birthday. I got mm. bought myself a tattoo, but it's not done. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, what does it mean? And I was going to be like, I'm a muff diver. <laughs> there's a diver's yeah. helmet. No, I was like, it doesn't mean anything. No. no. Shout out to Justin Balonsky for doing a great job. It is great. It's awesome. I like my it. tattoo. Oh, what's that of? The mouth? It's a giant... <laughs> it's the tail of a red dragon going down my back, down to my ankle. Because cool. I am trapped between being and becoming. Uh, Want to see some home movies? No. Uh, to a reference to like a 30 year old movie <laughs> pretty much and a bad remake by Brett Ratner Ugh. and a slightly better remake on the TV series Hannibal uh, yeah, I know we're going nowhere <laughs> um, let's see if there's anything else um, Little Grey Kitty didn't hiss at me we're sisters now well, I gave her lots of drugs oh, okay that's why mm. I don't think of anything else that like was really going on no not really Kind of blah. Yeah. Just getting through this last week of school. It's a gray day outside. I have one class Monday, then my finals on Monday, and I'll be done. Mm-hmm. And Well, till my summer semester. Yeah, uh, you get like, what, a month off? I have, My summer class starts on the 15th. Oh, Jesus Christ. But it's um, all online, so I don't have to go. Mm. I just have to pick up my book. Yeah. At least that's done, like, June, end of June, so then I have the ah. rest of summer off. That's not bad. I'd rather get it done now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we should wrap this up before we just go. We already kind of are. You. Oh, all right. I do want to bring this up okay. before I go because I was about to sign off. Okay. Can we not fucking start advertising movies mm-hmm. like Guardians of the Galaxy three <laughs> till Guardians of the Galaxy two comes out? I don't give a shit about that. I don't give a shit when Episode nine is coming out. Because I have yet to see Star Wars Episode Eight. Have they been doing Star Wars? Yes, they announced a date. 
I almost wonder, and Mark was like, he was thinking about this too, he's like, you think it's going to not be that good, and they're just trying to milk uh, it for all it's worth? If, honestly, there's a lot of speculation that it's not going to be Because they're doing, good. like, Dorito bag. It's like the marketing's way over the top. Like, I'm sure they're going to cash in anyway. And I don't think you can ever beat that first movie, but... I think there's concern. I've heard a couple uh, yeah. of geekies complaining express concern not even like like legitimate and i think like mark hamill said something about how the director uh boyfriend of karina longworth of you must remember this um yeah where are we going oh fuck i don't know um that you know mark hamill oh he said that basically he the director took the performance in a direction that he didn't care for or something Eh. like that Hmm. weird well i guess we'll find out by next podcast if it was good or not I'm not saying... Um, <laughs> Do you mean three years from now? <laughs> no, no, not the third one. The second one. Second. Well, the second one's not coming out till like, end of this year. No, I'm talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so the point is, I guess, <laughs> if they need movies coming out, and that'd be the... I forget. I'm Aliens. Sorry. It's like May, a July thing. Is no, it May? May 19th. Ooh. Yeah, I'm excited. I wonder if Beatrice Kiddo will leap aboard and kill everybody, because she's <laughs> apparently awesome. Beatrice Kiddo Kiddo is awesome. Yeah, she's alright. She's pretty cool. Yeah. I like when it goes on her eyes and goes, That's how it is when people say library to me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's a wrap, Beatrice Kiddo. Yeah. Yeah. You can find us on the face of the book. Yes. You can find us on our website, www.trashsouthstreet.com. And really, that's it. Really, that's it, yeah. We have an email I never check. I do Twitter every now and then, but nothing major. We push it on uh, iTunes. Yes. But it gets sent to all, you know, the RSS, blah, blah. Yeah. And listen or don't. And give us a review if you like us. Or tell someone about us. Or if you have any bands you'd like to turn us on to. Let us know. I guess that's a wrap there, Pete Jones. Out. Laters. Alright, I just want to test this. Library.